What does probably mean? Means we have a good chance. What does possibly means? I know what it means. It means we're not going to the game. <laughs> that, was, that was a good yeah. line. Jaden Smith was a better actor here. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, was. he was he was great in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Play It Back podcast. I'm your host today, Sammy. Joined as always by Alex and Robert. From the Hey Play It Back podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's up, guys? It, it's, it's a good one today. It's a pursuit of happiness. Will Smith. December 15, 2006. This $55 million movie made $307 million. Off of Will Smith and Jaden Smith teaming up for the first time. It was able to compete with the likes of Night at the Museum... Happy Feet, Aragon, and Casino Royale. Aragon, that dragon movie? Yeah, the dragon movie. Ah. The, it was supposed to be a franchise, but uh, who? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> nice try. So, I actually think Pursuit of Happiness is a better movie if you don't know the synopsis. But real quick, it's a broken guy learning how to be a stockbroker. He probably should have been focusing on his family. He did both to improve the life of his family. It was a risk. It, w- it was a risk. Right. It was a gamble because there was no guarantee. Right. This was an unpaid internship with one spot. Mm. Right. IMDb gave it an 8 out of 10. It was a 67 from Rotten Tomato, but an 87 from the audience, mm. which is crazy to me because I feel like this is pretty artistic. I don't know what the problem was. Nominated for Best Actor, Will Smith, but he didn't win. And it also got a Golden Globe nod for Will Smith again, but didn't win. What year was this again? 2006. That was uh, the Da Vinci Code year. Mm. I think Dead Man's Chest was this year. Destroyed. Yeah. yeah. I asked because I feel like the whole landscape of movies got fucked with like franchises and like fantasy superhero type stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of there. You know, we've already talked about pirates, Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. Harry Potter. So this was based on a true story. Yeah. It was an autobiographical film, pretty much. Mm. They don't make them like that anymore. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's cool when they do. But you got to space them out because I think the public attention for this kind of thing is very low. Oh, yeah. Right. Unless it's like a big, super recognizable name, like a Steve Jobs movie type of thing. Like, or when, um, what was it? The Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. That or that, out. something yeah. like Freddy that. Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where the name is recognizable. I mean, these types of movies will definitely fly under the radar, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they did uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, and I think two years later was um, Elton John's movie. Yeah, I was going to say that. Is that called Rocket Man? I think it's called Rocket Man. Yeah. Do you consider the Beatles movie? I didn't even watch that. When did that come out? Uh, It was a Beatles movie? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, no. It's it's not a Beatles movie. Oh, okay. Right? It's about the Beatles not being there. Oh. You ever ever heard of that movie? No. Yeah, it's about one guy who remembers the Beatles, but no one else does. Reasons unexplained. Oh, that's funny. And he plays the songs and he becomes famous because the Beatles songs are popular. Yeah. Right. They just... They don't exist in they his don't universe. Exist. Right. That's funny. I consider that a Beatles movie. Yeah, that's a pretty mm. interesting plot. Do you consider... So there's tropes, right? Right. I'm calling this game Oscar season because I wanted to put Pursuit of Happiness against other movies that fit the same category to mm. see if it could beat them out. Mm. Okay. The four categories that I wanted to go after are Fish Out of Water. So it's nominated because this is an uneducated man. He's high school graduate. They say you don't need an education, but a lot of these guys are probably college educated, right? Oh, yeah. Right. So he's a fish out of water. And then Family Crisis, Raising a Family. Mm -hmm. A lot of movies don't focus on this, Mm -hmm. right? But I have a couple. And then Heist Get Rich Quick. uh, (laughs) Heist movies, our favorite. I know. (laughs) Can't get away from him, man. And then the last one is uh, Will Smith. Mm. Okay. So it's just his best work or film? Yeah, his best work. Anything Will Smith has been involved in. Okay. Millennium. (laughs) (laughs) Spoilers. Uh, Oh, man. I didn't think of a a fish out of water one because I feel like it's kind of easy. Like, I guess sports movies are kind of easy. Do you remember Invincible? Yeah. Yes. Do you think this movie is better than Invincible? Vince Papali. It's better than Vince Papali. Yeah. Is this better than Moneyball? Is Moneyball a fish out of water story? Kind of, because, kind of, because he's, he's he goes doing, from player to GM. Mm. I was going to say he goes from GM to like statistician. Yeah, that too. Because I think that's a separate movie. Player to GM, that's like the Moneyball prequel movie. Yeah. But it is part of it, right? Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's better than Moneyball. <laughs> For that specific category, I, I don't think so. They open it up with, you don't need a college education. Mm-hmm. Karate Kid, right? He doesn't have a karate background. 
Yeah. Yeah. I like Karate Kid more, though. <laughs> Just for entertainment factor, for me, I, I, I like Karate Kid. Oh, I'm sorry. I want to clarify. the. This is for better at the category. I think uh, Daniel-san was more out of place in the karate world than... Chris Gardner was in the internship becoming world. Stop, becoming because he, a was stock he was good at the numbers and shit. Already. Yeah, he was right. already a very smart man. Yeah. Right. Okay, do you know any movies where a foreign guy just... Man. Terminal. Terminal. That is... Mm. That is... I will take Terminal over this. That's the whole conceit. Yep. He doesn't belong. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Right? Like, he doesn't, he doesn't belong anywhere. Mm-hmm. His country doesn't exist. Like, right. I think that's going to be really hard to beat. Just pulled that one out, man. Tom Hanks, my boy. Because mm-hmm. I think I think a foreign one is very common in the fish out of water yeah. category because it's just like you don't know the language. That's a great start. Right. Can we say rush hour then? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what's your argument for rush hour? Because he goes to America. You mean coming to America? Not coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> that That's also another Although. <laughs> Although, now that you've said it, I think yeah, coming to America belongs in a different category. That we're also going to go over. Because a movie can be more than one thing. Right. Because Pursuit of Happiness is all four of these things. Yeah. Mm. Just less degrees of success. Yes. I, Terminal wins, I think. Mm. I can't think of yeah. one that's that much better. I get a gold star, guys. <laughs> so, so, in terms of fish out of water category, it didn't win. It didn't win. Right. Mm. Which is fine because I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's really meant for that. Mm. Mm-hmm. For family crisis movie, I actually like this category. I actually like, for some reason, have a bunch that I've watched. But she said, "Happiness" is actually up there for me because it's very good. Be- well, the family crisis is a very big part of the movie. Right, you it can't is. ignore it. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to reimagine this without a kid, it would lose so much. Yeah, th- I think that was the driving force in this movie. Mm. Right, because it would just be a guy who's trying to improve his life. Right. Right. When when he was talking about the math of the whole thing with the bone density scanner, it was like, so losing this means losing out on a month of food. Right? Yeah. That part there told me that he was more concerned about, you know, surviving. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. Making sure his family, his son, you know, little Chris gets fed. Yeah. I'll bring it up later. But mm-hmm. I mean, the financial crisis is so crazy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But yeah, I do think as a very strong contender for Family Crisis because you felt, oh my God. The, you felt for all the, the family, dude. It was drama, man. It was yeah. drama. So I, I, I compare it to, I'll start off with Little Miss Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Do you guys consider that a Family Crisis drama or yeah. a movie? The dynamic of the family being dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. You know, it was trying to do this one simple thing. It was like having a hard time doing that. Do you think Pursuit of Happiness is a better Family Crisis? Me personally, just because I like Pursuit of Happiness more, yes. I like I've watched Little Miss Sunshine, but I never really like took a look at it. Yeah, I took a look at it. I think the 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 concern and how dire it was 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 more prevalent in Pursuit of Happiness, and the way it ended, like they don't even show them thriving or anything. Yeah, it's just he got a job, yeah. and now he can start to provide. Right, right. You know, but it hits so hard because of all the shit they went to, all the shit mm. that you see them go through. Yeah, they asked him, like, was it as easy as you as it looked? He said, no, no sir. Yeah. No, sir. Yeah. So I put Little Miss Sunshine in this category because I honestly don't think it is anything else. Mm. Like, it's not an action movie. It's not that funny. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, what is it? What are they doing? <laughs> and I think they're just exploring, like, family relationship. Yeah. And it's, like, kind of strange. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, like, really its own thing. Mm. Yeah. When we watched that in school, I'm like, why is this a thing? Like, <laughs> did you guys watch The Descendants? No, George, is George, George Clooney, Clooney. Woodley? Oh no, I, I guess I have to describe it, and, and you guys can't really chime in. Yeah, <laughs> George Clooney, his family is descendants of um, Hawaiian royalty. Okay, so they're entitled to this land that the, this like a bunch of people want because it's beachfront property. Mm-hmm. So all of all of his relatives sell it off piece by piece, and then he's the only one who doesn't, which means his piece is the most valuable because it's like the last piece. Yeah. yeah. And everyone is broke because they're mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. You know, they they had a bunch of money. Yeah. Um, but he had this policy where it's like, I only or spend what I make. Mm. I don't, you know. Yeah. And then uh, his wife dies. And then his like family's like falling apart because his, his daughter, his like teenage daughter is acting up. And her, his young daughter is like, he, he's having a hard time raising her with just by himself. So, like, they try to, like, get their affairs together, and they, like, as a family, they have to come together, and it was, like, found out that, like, oh, she was cheating on you. 
Yeah. And he has to like confront, what do I do with this information? Yeah. Right. And then like all this whole thing is like playing out because his family actually gets closer together because it's like, well, we only have each other. Like mm-hmm. your grandpa, I don't want to tell your grandpa his daughter was mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, like that, like that shit is nothing else. It's just family drama. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's really good. It won, it actually won awards. The, the highs and lows of Pursuit of Happiness were higher for me. Mm-hmm. All right, it's hard not to talk about other stuff, right? Yeah. You want to talk about a scene right now? Like, what scene best describes the family crisis in Pursuit of Happiness? Yeah. Him arguing with his wife about... For, like, me, for me, it's different. Which one? The fucking bathroom scene. That, that, that was another one. That the, was what I was going to That and next. the hotel. Yeah. Dude, him arguing with his wife was a family crisis, right? All right. So, it was well written because it had twists and turns of Descendants, but I still give it up for Pursuit of Happiness. I don't know if you guys know these other movies, though. People Like Us and This Is Where I Leave You. Never seen nope. it. Nope. I've heard them. of people like us though. I Did you them. watch? Uh, actually, maybe. Actually, maybe. Or is it? Who is? Definitely it? maybe. Definitely maybe. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. Do you consider that Family Crisis movie? Um, I don't know about. Okay, Big Daddy. Do you consider that a Family Crisis movie? <sighs> no. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit, but. But it's not gonna win. It's no. not gonna win. No. I'm just giving you guys in no, the yeah, movie. No. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm still. I'm, it's a yeah. weird category. Yeah, These are right. movies like this. I don't watch very often. It's a weird category. Yeah. Right, but like Pursuit of Happiness makes it paddleable mm-hmm. because I don't know. It moves fast. This movie is not that long, but it feels really long. Yeah. I don't. Know, I I considered it like a really strong contender for one, but yeah. I, sure. I I think Descendants is better. I'm gonna keep thinking about it as we move on because yeah. I I honestly can't like put my finger on one that i've seen that i've liked that i can put up against it you could actually argue almost everything with mm. with a loose family structure as a family crisis movie yeah. it's just to the degrees of success right mm. right i mean that's that's what i was gonna bring up in this category i was gonna say coming to america is somewhat of a family crisis movie it is yeah because there's conflict with the within the family right and within both families but i consider that isn't it kind of like coming of age and yeah in some ways it is like the adult version of it right because he has to like choose what he wants. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a word for that. I think it's kind of like a crisis movie. That's <laughs> not like a natural disaster. Right. But I don't know what what would you consider coming to America? Like what are all the things that you consider it? It's not a heist movie. It's not a heist movie. It's a it's a comedy. One, it's a comedy. Two, I think it's a family film. I think it's a working comedy. It's a working comedy, yeah. Like because like it takes place in a workplace, like a job and mm-hmm. stuff. Is it a get rich quick? It is not a get rich quick. He's already rich. He's already rich. He's not even trying to make money. He's trying to is get it, his is, life together. Is it a romance? Yes. Is it like I, I don't know enough about this category. <laughs> the uh, the romance category. Don't you think like Lifetime and ABC Family have a certain kind of? There's different types of of romance. romance. Yeah. Because a lot of times their stupid romance is like this guy. He's so weird, but he's secretly rich. Oh, he's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, coming to America, I think it's... It's hard to put that up against this. There are definitely different strings that each movie pulls. I wanted to call this a period movie, but then we decided it wasn't strong enough to contend. I don't think so, because it doesn't really harp on it being that much as being in the 80s. But coming to America, does that count? I don't call it a period movie. Because it just happened to be in that era. Yeah. And you see it, but it doesn't display it, right? Right. Mm. I don't know, man. Coming to America wins its own category, but I just don't know what that it is. It won't win this category. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, the last one was will smith was there only three i thought you had four there was four. Oh yeah sorry the heist movie we, t- we talked about okay, that a little bit so heist movie heist movie as is in he's trying to because he's get more money it's get rich quick right it's because like, he's turning his high school degree into a what was it like a three hundred three hundred thousand dollars a year job something like that yeah that's the idea right like rags to riches i guess you yeah. could call it right so a rags to riches story right what other movies that are like that though i actually know like a business one it's called joy just Jennifer Lawrence. Oh. Fine. You want to do Willy Wonka? <laughs> Willy Wonka? Yeah. He inherits the factor, right? That's true. I mean, you can make an argument about almost anything, just different degrees of success, right? Right. If, if we're going off heist movie, it's not better than Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to top the terminal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a good pick. <laughs> I mean, Ocean's Eleven is, they do get rich quick. They kind of, aren't they kind of rich already? They are. Because they've done this before, right? Right. So it's not Rex Riches. No. But it's... It's a heist. 
it's a heist. I want to say everything's a heist. Is it better than Moneyball? He doesn't get rich quick, but he gets rich in the sense that, well, we talked about this in the actual Moneyball movie, is his team wasn't even that bad. No, it wasn't. Right? So it's not like, you can't say his team was rags, right? Well, the team historically has been rags. No, but like, but we don't start there though. No. Right? Like, yeah. that's not the story we saw. Right. Yeah, that, that team was already pretty good. It is impressive that he lost a lot of it and ended up doing better. Well, actually the same, right? He lost... Uh, the majority he of it. Well, he lost... He didn't get farther than last time. No, he right? didn't. I kind of want to say it, it is kind of heist Rex Riches because we talked about it in length in the episode. Go watch the episode. Listen. <laughs> Listen to the episode. But I think Pursuit of Happiness is more like that to me because it was a bigger question. I don't know. I felt like more drama about like, is he going to like lose? Because if what's his face, if Billy Bean didn't make it, he would work at Dick's Sporting Goods, mm. which is sad. But yeah, not. I think this movie was just so much. There was so much more emphasis on like, he can't fail. Because Ocean's Eleven is a better heist movie. Right. But like, it's hard. It's hard to compare them because it's not Rex to Riches it, for them. It's not. It's not mm. the same category to me. It's hard. <laughs> Because like, like Robert said, it was uh, when he got the job, the end of the movie, he wasn't rich yet. Mm-mm. Well, th- they had that little thing saying he created his own firm, like however many years later, and then he right. sold a portion of it for a multi-million dollar deal. Yeah, but Danny's Ocean Crew, how many years later, how, like, you know. Well, they, they, they got that again. money that same day, is what yeah. their thing was. That's what I'm trying to say, yeah, yeah. right? I was like, man, they, it, it, how many last jobs did they do? Yeah. Mm. So yeah, the, it, the, the category is kind of hard because it's... You know, money so sub- money like being worth something is kind of subjective in this case. Yeah. But what do you think it's strongest at this movie? Just emotional investment, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like the family crisis, like yeah. drama of whether or not the kid will die. <laughs> yeah, that's what you end up caring about. You end up caring about the family. I think everything his else. Because success story is just kind of like. Yeah, the success story is is a part is, of it. Is details. Right. How will we be successful? Is like like I'm glad the kid is doing good because of this detail. Hmm. I think they do a good job of, like, kind of emphasizing how bad stuff is for him. Like, throughout the whole movie, he's carrying that scanner. And throughout right. the whole movie, to me, it feels heavier. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact it's that It's actually he's, mostly empty. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm saying, but I'm saying, because that's such a symbol of, like, this investment he made that was so terrible. And the fact that he still has it all the way through. Bro, when he got the second one, I was like, oh, no. (laughs) It was actually interesting because them getting stolen was kind of a blessing in disguise. Mm. Because if he had them, he would have got garnished. Mm. Right? Because they took everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the fact that he had, like, a raw, unsold scanner. Yeah. He like, got to have that like that money. last one, yeah, that last yeah. one, yeah, from Time Machine guy, yeah, yeah. I feel like no offense. I feel like he should have been selling his blood this whole time, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't, you can't do that for too long. Yeah, you can only do it a certain amount of times per month, right? Something like that, yeah. Like I don't know, dude. Maybe once a month. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just do it. There, there's definitely I, a limit to how many times you can do it. I remember he didn't even get a lot out of it. He got like twenty four bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, like. That's still 24 bucks. He probably, he might do it all the time because I actually have this down. 14 bucks from his friend Wayne, yeah. right? But that made me realize, dude, every single transportation in that movie is such a struggle. Mm. And none of that is free, right? Mm-hmm. Like every time he takes a subway, yep. Oh, he actually jumps. He jumps yeah, every time. He, he never Does pays he do for it? subway. <laughs> he never pays he, for no, subway. No, he never did. He jumped oh. it every time. He jumped it every time. Yeah. I didn't know that. But every, every transportation is a struggle. You need like some kind of money. Mm-hmm. I don't think he. He probably paid for it with his son whenever he did it, right? I don't know. They never said. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's like... You think he just picked his, picks him up and throws his ass over? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I think public transport could be free for some people. Yeah, it could be. They could, like, figure that out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Will Smith. Is Will Smith... Is Chris Garner taking the Will Smith Oscar? Mm. I think you could argue it, but Will Smith is actually kind of prolific well he used to be so uh, in terms of his best work i don't think this is it like if i was to choose one thing to put up against everything else it's not i don't think it's this movie while this movie is good it's not that for me it has it has an appeal but right the reason why will smith got it was already established yeah he got it because of ollie you think that was the best one no that's not the best one i still think fresh prince is the best thing he's ever done right yeah but why do you say ollie though i think that's what helped him uh get this role i was just recent yeah okay because it's like he he was kind of established already 
He was established, but he wasn't a... So... He was comedy. Ali is what made him, like, a serious actor. Drama. A drama actor, yeah. Capable of doing anything, pretty much. Mm. And when they realized that he did that movie, and he he won whatever he won for that... He transitioned into more dramatic roles. He transitioned into more roles that traditionally he he wouldn't have been cast in. He was in Wild West. He was in Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West, (laughs) Men in Black. And Men in Black. Uh, What was before that? Independence Day. And um, I liked iRobot and Hitch also. He was in he was in Bad Boys because this was 2006. I think iRobot came out before that, right? Yeah, I remember having a DVD that had iRobot and Independence Day. So I feel like those are kind of related. But yeah, we should just find yeah, out. Yeah, Hitch was 2005, so that was a romantic comedy. That was still him kind Com- of in his element. Comedy, right? Mm-hmm. And then this comes out, and it's I, I a super argue, super serious role. I want to argue Hitch is not even a romantic comedy. It's a comedy, it's a comedy. Ab- about romance. Right. Right. There's a difference, right? Right. Because, I mean, yes, there is romance in it, but, like, it wouldn't win a romantic, any any romantic rewards, right? Mm. I think it's making commentary about romance, and that's why it can't be a romance. Because it's just like, yeah, romance is kind of bullshit. So you give it to Fresh Prince, right? For me, yeah, personally, uh, I would pick Fresh Prince. It's one of the best things I've seen Will Smith ever do. He, he, was, he was dramatic in Fresh Prince. Right. Right? Yeah, the, the dad episode, man. Yeah. I th- oh, you don't want me, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why it hit hard, though, because he wasn't dramatic. Mm-hmm. Mostly, right? And, like, it showed his range. Mm-hmm. In terms of, like, development, he was already... Do you think he got better? Like, as years went on yeah. after Fresh Prince? Yeah. yeah, for sure. You think so? Because mm-hmm. I think he was pretty good already. He was already pretty good, but, like, he really showed it once he got the role for Ali. You could argue that it was an um, opportunity. It was an opportunity like to he, really show that. To show it, yeah. right? I guess, yeah, he was, al- he was already good. It's just he didn't have the chance to showcase that. Right. Because all roles he had leading up to that point were all some sort of comedy. Because Independence Day, he was, it was a serious movie, but he was mm. still funny. Enemy of the State, same thing. Yeah, he was kind of himself for a while. Right. He was kind of uh, the Fresh Prince. He was just, he was still Mike Lowry and everything <laughs> else. But yeah, no, I do think he got better. I'm just trying to like argue a point. Yeah. Because I, th- I feel like he doesn't have to change that much of his acting style. It was just showcased. Yeah, um, I'm I'm still again like the other category. I'm trying to rack my head through like Will Smith movies and. Did you watch uh? Was it Seven Pounds? No, I did not. I wanted to because because of this film, I'm just like let me check out more dramatic stuff from from Will, but I never got around to Seven Pounds. He also did Collateral Beauty. Have you seen that? I don't think I watched that one. I, don't know, I like Pursuit of Happiness. Uh, I actually didn't see Ali. What do you think is his easiest to watch movie? Men in Black. <laughs> just because i really like it yeah that that movie feels like it's less than an hour long mm-hmm. but this movie also feels like it's really fast it feels like less than two hours and it well it is less than two hours no this movie feels long though it's under two hours right yeah but it, it's like it feels like it's two hours I, sorry i was just looking through his movies it's like i think fresh prince is up there too like the one that the one movie that i did like from will smith a lot as well was i am legend but I don't know if... No. You don't know if I Am Legend is better than Fresh Prince? Yeah. It's That's not. The thing. <laughs> so, to conclude, I think what this is saying is that this movie wasn't special. It wasn't better. Th- it wasn't more than the sum of its parts. Because it had Will Smith, and that's why it was good. It had dramatic elements, and that's why it was good. And all these things make it good. But none of it was, a- was enough to propel it to redefine its, its category. Because I did think Pursuit of Happiness is, like, up there as an example of, like, really sad fucking family and, like, mm-hmm. fish out of water. And it, it has, it's, it's a good example of all of those. I think it's a, it's a great example of a, of a success story movie. Right. Yeah. I, you could also say The Terminal is a good success story, too, because he had nothing, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, he leaves with a weird amount, right? Yeah. But yeah. You try Pursuit of Happiness, just like in real life, you didn't win any awards. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was hard to uh, it was hard to talk about its merits without talking about best scenes. Do you guys have best scenes? Mm. There was a thing that I wanted to talk about that I, this one detail of the dinner scene when they were done with dinner, they put back the tea they didn't drink. Yeah, and I thought that detail was so effective because they don't say they're poor. Mm-hmm. I mean, they kind of do, but you know that shows it more than anything else. It's mm-hmm. like, dude, they're in it they're struggling they're struggling yeah they're struggling you know and that's that's like that's off ball man that's yeah 
without any without any words it just happens in the background and you believe it yeah i thought him walking past his car when it was getting towed that was yeah. like another one of those things was like yo it's such a struggle i don't even want to get that ticket right now like mm-hmm. i don't i don't want to receive it because i can't even pay it it was so you know, funny so let me just lose the car it was yeah. so funny when his son was like you don't even have a car <laughs> yeah you got a parking ticket he's like yeah i know <laughs> Dude, that scene, I thought he was going to drive it. I thought it was like His this. His boss's car? Yeah. Yeah. I thought this was an opportunity to not to take the subway. Right. And I'm like, nope, that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as far as best scenes, best one was just him getting the job at the end. Because all that struggle and all the stuff that he went through, at the end, it was it was all it was all worth it. Well, that's how I know I have monkey brain. Because the, the music that told me it's happy time it really got to me, right? Yeah. That really like little yeah. lighthearted tune. Because it was a very muted happiness, right? Right. It was it was so overwhelming that you could only let out a little bit of a cry, even though he wanted to like scream and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So afterwards, when he was like walking through the crowd and shit, and he's like trying to get hype, but he can't get hype. I was just like, damn, just fucking yell, dude. <laughs> I think it's like the profound struggle, man. Because it was just like I'm not in a good situation still. Yeah. You know, like, I still have responsibilities, and it's like... It's, it's, yeah, but he, at that point, he knows that, like, you know, shit's getting better. Yeah. Right. That's pretty much all that that moment told us. In the beginning, he had a lot more chapters. Did mm-hmm. you notice that? Mm-hmm. This part of my life is this. This yeah, part yeah. of my life is this. And then he kind of slows that down. Mm-hmm. And then he brings it back for it. Yeah. I kind of took it as, a, like, the significance of each one, because it gets more serious and more dire. Yeah. It's more to tell. So it's longer and fewer chapters in between. Mm-hmm. The scene where he's in the bathroom and he does the time machine. Yeah. He has to pretend to be happy mm-hmm. to get his son through it. Yep. But it's pretty cool that his son is down. Mm-hmm. And like, man, do you think his son should have won with the mom? No, I don't no. think she could. Like, he, he was right. Like, I don't think she could take care of him because she's so focused on making money and like and all that. Like, she would never do what he did. You know, go to work doing like trying to sell that scanner, go to his internship, then rush to go pick him up at the daycare to rush back to the shelter to have a like a room for the night. She would fold like she knew she couldn't handle that either. That's why she even brought him back after she had uh, asked to bring him to the park that day um, after Chris was like held up in the, the prison for the for the night. Yeah, she probably had all her own things going on. That yeah. Where she realized like she couldn't do it. Yeah, I, I think it was a. Uh touched on when he was like remember when i got pregnant you said it'd be all right mm-hmm. it's like from the beginning she had her doubts mm-hmm. right but i want to talk about the mom because i feel like it's really easy to be like oh she's a bitch mm-hmm. but he's she he relies on her mm. yeah. for, for a big part of the movie he does like when he got arrested he calls her and that was after the big fight yeah. i was like i take care of my son and then he had to be humbled when he had to call her back saying, I need, I need help. Mm-hmm. And she always changed her schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She like missed her shift. She like, her son was her priority, but I do think I do. I agree after like hearing it, she would have folded. What I think would have happened was she would have like got her family to help take care of him. Yeah. But he wouldn't have done what Chris did. Right. Yeah. Chris was thinking about something else. Well, Chris is, Chris is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know, man, because she does so much. She does. She, she has a lot of patience, right? Because he, she's let it get this she far. She stuck it out that long, yeah. She did. But the problem was she was no longer supportive, right? Mm-hmm. She was just like, why did you say astronaut? And yeah, because like, she, was, she was over it at that point. But in fairness, she like, it was affecting her professionally. It was just like, she was doing it all on her own. She was making, you know, mm-hmm. they were three months behind. and Yep. I think she was trying to pay her rent. She was. That was a problem. I think Chris wasn't. Yeah. I think he was fine not paying it in a way. Yeah, I guess so. Because what was the thing? He had to sell two of those scanners every month or something like that? Day. No, no. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah two, two a month. To right? make rent, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's kind of crazy because after they sold everything, he was kind of unemployed. <laughs> yeah. Right? In a weird way. He like mm-hmm. quit after that. Pretty much. Like automatically. And he just focused on the internship. Yeah. Yeah. So like, in a way, she he was like, I don't know. I think I think she she did a good job at like being a mom. She did what she could. It was a hard situation. It was, and she just she just wasn't down for the ride because I don't think he proved enough to her that this would be good. Mm. 
It was a gamble. Because it was already a ride. It was. From the beginning. She 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 stay, stayed for a full ride. She did her tour and yeah. she just wanted out. Yeah. And I can't really fault her for that. She I don't think she's the bad guy. I don't think so either. But I don't know, man. The uh I liked her acting because she was so you could see it in her eyes like during the birthday scene. When she was she, hurt, dude. She was hurt, man. Mm-hmm. That the scene where she was smoking and it's like there's always a story and just whatever. Mm-hmm. She wanted a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but then she they just didn't have time for it anymore. Well, they oh, they fought when Chris or what's his name, Christopher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to. They're both Chris. Yeah. When when the kid wasn't there, and that's a very adult thing to do. Mm-hmm. Don't fight in front of the kid. Yeah. I don't know, man. the The real bad guy is Brent. Is society mm-hmm. like who's the real bad the guy? The world. Where did they live? Was it New York? No, San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It was San Francisco. The Forty Niners. They do say San Francisco a couple of times yeah. in that movie. Yeah. But it's famously expensive over there. Mm-hmm. Now, before I'm, maybe not so much. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna blame it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I found it interesting that uh, he was the top of his class of twelve, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And he was top of his class of twenty. Yeah. But how big was the internship? Yeah. Wasn't it like fifty some? Or it was like two hundred people or some shit like that? Wasn't was it? it? No, it was, I think it was at least fifty. Wow, I thought it was twenty. Yeah, I think it was fifty. Was it 50? I think so. One of those numbers? Yeah. I don't think it was 200. I think that's... No, I think that's too many. Yeah, I think it was there was, a, there was a crowd of them on like the first day, and it was, that wasn't 200 people. Yeah. I, I also think, think it was 50. Yeah. I also think not everyone is an intern at that job, yeah. right? Or yeah. Is there only probably that room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just thinking about the room, too. Like like you said, like sitting there, like that, yeah, at most 50. It was like a regular office. Minimum right? 20, at most mm-hmm. 50, yeah. But yeah, I just found it interesting because... Uh, being in the top of your class in high school is kind of more impressive than being the top of your class of the internship because your high school is more than 50 people. Mm-hmm. So he was actually kind of suited for it. Yeah. What did you guys think about the Rubik's Cube? I thought it was a good way to showcase that um, he knows a lot more than he's given off. Mm. It, was, it was a visual way to show math. Yeah. Yeah. It was a visual way of showing that, oh, this guy's smart. Mm. Right. And I thought that was kind of funny because... Uh, Rubik's Cubes, if you know the algorithm, it's, like, not that hard. It's yeah. not, yeah. But what's impressive is he made the algorithm... Before there was a guide, too. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And that's impressive. Yes. And he was explaining it along the way, too. Mm-hmm. And, he, and, and I believed it, you know? Mm. Yeah. That shouldn't have worked. <laughs> what, the Rubik's Cube? Thing? What if he didn't have a Rubik's Cube? Oh. He was... He was oh, yeah. yeah. It was, was going to be an awkward-ass uh, taxi ride. He was bombing. Yeah. Mm. Right? He just... He, he always makes it barely enough right right he had he landed the joke well after the painting also, thing right? now mm-hmm. also he was bombing because jay wasn't even paying attention he was paying attention to his rubik's cube mm-hmm. so if there was no rubik's cube like what else is jay paying attention to right i don't think he would have i don't i still think he was bombing because mm. like this st- the story that he decided to tell wasn't that great mm. do you remember what it was he said the doctor would like leave me there and I yeah. have to like perform these medical procedures yeah. and I was in a situation. It was a lie. Mm-hmm. Was it a lie? I feel like it was Pretty a lie. Pretty much, yeah. Because he was in the Navy. Mm. Yeah. So it could be true, but like there's no documentation. And right. Why don't you just put it on your resume or something, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But like Chris has a lot of weaknesses. Do you think he's too trusting? Do you think he's too cocky? Trusting? Yeah, because he got his fucking scanner taken away by the hippie girl. That was dumb. Um, because what is the downside? Oh, you have a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah, next question. Cocky, <laughs> I, cocky I don't think so. Because cocky. he was humbled the entire movie. Yeah. I mean, he was cocky when he signed up for the bone density scanners. They yeah. spent their well, entire life savings on it. I don't think that's being cocky. I think that's just... Being a get, sucker? Get being a sucker, yeah. Yeah. Because they thought it was going to be what, what got them to the next level, and it turns out that it was not the case. Yeah. They moved to San Francisco, right? I think so. No, I, maybe maybe they were always there. That was just they just moved into the they new moved into place. that that place. Yeah, I think it's so funny that uh, he never pays his rent, but he gets mad when people owe him money because <laughs> mm-hmm. he still owes that first guy, right? Which first guy? Oh, the where they got evicted from? Yeah, the pay my the paint the house thing. I guess so. Yeah, maybe. Like they never said he paid him back. That's right. true because he got evicted. Yeah, that's yeah. what happened. What part won you guys over? I don't think there was a specific thing. 
it was hard to get one over, right? Yeah, it was such a slow burn. When, yeah, when I when I watch like dramatic movies like this, it was you wait for the I don't relief. I don't. Yeah, it's it's more of like if I if I start to watch it, I want to see the end of it all the way through, like whether like I end up liking the film or not. Just because, like, I started listening to the beginning of the story to everything. Yeah. So, I don't know if anything won me over. It's like, all right, this is a Will Smith movie. I'm going to watch it all the way through. Yeah, I think I was invested in the story that it was going to tell. Yeah. You could tell it was good. Yeah. yeah. Well, is there a part where you could tell it was going to be good? Probably as soon as he's, he figured out that he was going to apply for that job. Because that's like, when shit was going to go. There's a question. Right. Right. This isn't just, like, him grinding. It's like... It became a quest. Mm-hmm. So, like, when he talked to the business guy and saying, what... What, do you, what is it that you do? And how do you do it or something? How like do you that? do it? Yeah. yeah. I think that was it. Maybe. I don't know. With the car? Yeah. The dude outside the stock stockbroker mm. firm, whatever it was. Whatever that building was. Um, dang. I don't know. Dude. For me, for me, like, I f- it was more so when he he was starting to, like, get into trouble. Because, obviously, with dramatic movies, you know there has to be, like... Well, not all the time, but there has to be, like, like, a turns. big payoff for, for, like, all the struggle type of thing. Yeah. And at that point in the movie, like, you already kind of connect with the characters because, like, man, this Chris Garner guy, like, he's such a good guy. He's going through you some know, shit. He's going through some shit, and he yeah. just wants to take care of his son and and his family, and he's going through all this stuff. He's getting hit with every yeah. curveball you that start, can be thrown You start to invest in the, the internship, like, he starts to, you know, he's like, yo, yeah. this is gonna work. You know, so. so I actually had this nitpick where uh, people are working, right? Mm-hmm. People are working, people are working. It's like, Chris, can I talk to you? You got you got it. And it's like, people are still working. It's not the end of the day. <laughs> but do you know why they told me he got it? Because he's never stayed a full day. Mm. Uh. <laughs> they know he leaves after six hours yeah. every day. Which is freaking funny to me because it's just like, man, this guy might be the only guy not doing nine hours a day. Mm. But he outworks everybody yeah, with everybody. the six hours that he has. It's actually pretty sick because they actually show him closing deals. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm glad they did because... You would have wondered why he got the job at the end if they didn't. Because theoretically, like, he went to Sacramento, right? And did, like, a bunch, like, some stuff. Yeah. But it was implied without without those extra scenes that it was the 49ers game. Mm-hmm. Right? He went to the top like he wasn't supposed to. And then he just made a bunch of connections. And then that was, like, the one payout that he he needed mm-hmm. to get the job mm-hmm. yeah it was pretty sick to show him like hustling like still yeah that fool that fool was crazy he doesn't drink at all <laughs> at a six hour job yep you don't think he was cocky but did he have weaknesses what was like holding him back nothing just his education i think his good nature man he got himself in trouble mm. but that's like loaning not... wayne 14 dollars yeah he didn't have it <laughs> <laughs> i don't necessarily think that's a weakness it's just he he got hit with a curveball every time i right it's not it's not a weakness but it was a character flaw that made this character more compelling right there was something preventing him to be from being a successful stockbroker that he had to overcome or else we wouldn't watch it right right and i don't think it was just being uneducated and i don't think the movie wanted it to be because i have a family yeah i think it was i don't have that opportunity let me go seek it he only wins when it really matters. Yeah, he came came through in the clutch every single time, pretty much. It was like, I I missed I missed the my appointment with what's his name mm-hmm. goes mm-hmm. to his house and he goes to his house and he makes an opportunity. Yeah, and it was actually every scene with the kid is actually super important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he wins with 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 his kid a lot. Yeah, and he's like, he said possibly. You know mm-hmm. why it's possibly? Mm-hmm. Because going to the 49ers game in, in the box seats was not probable. Right. And it was pretty sick that he wasn't a liar, you know? Because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he said, what does probably mean? It means we have a good chance. What does possibly mean? I know what it means. It means we're not going to the game. <laughs> that, was, that was a good yeah. line. Jaden Smith was a better actor here. Yeah. He <laughs> yeah. Was. He, was, he was great in this movie. <laughs> yeah. All the lines where they're, they're interacting together, I'm just like, yep. Mm. that's definitely a father and son moment yeah like when he got hit by the car he was like yeah i was running in the street he's like don't do that you can get hurt (laughs) (laughs) he's like yeah thanks (laughs) i also liked it when it was just like but you have to close your eyes you close your eyes i want to see yeah (laughs) i thought his joke was pretty funny about how he's telling about the guy that drowned yeah 
He's yeah. like, you need any help? Like, no, uh, why did you God help me? Save me? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that shit was funny. I thought that joke was great. I, I, I heard that at church, man. Really? <laughs> well, it's about God, right? So, yeah. But his son is actually pretty smart. Mm-hmm. I actually liked it when he was just like, how'd you get so smart? That was the probability thing. Yeah, right? yeah. Because you're smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another fucked up thing was, uh, remember they're playing basketball? Yeah. Do you remember that shit? Mm-hmm. It was like, so I don't want you to be playing all the time. Yeah, because he's not good. He's, yeah, yeah, he's not good. And he stops playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it, right away. And then, yeah, then he gives them the talk, like, don't let anybody ever tell you that you, you can't do something, pretty much. Not even me. Yeah, not even me. Yeah. But then he's still sad looking after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was just his mood, right? Because it was like, right. he was just in a bad place. Mm-hmm. So he was like, trying to follow his dreams. I'm like, I don't want you to be hurt. Like, I'm hurting right now. Mm-hmm. Following your dreams. And it's like, he asked for a basketball, man. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, let him go pro. Like, I'm going to go pro. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, you put you put him as a second, right? Who? Uh, Jaden Smith. Best characters? Or what do you mean? Like, he was, like, second billing, I guess. Like, he was, like, the second most important person in the movie. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's Will and Jaden Smith. Yeah, it is. Do you have best best favorite character? It's hard because it's one of those where it's, it's like... It's the two it's of them. It's two of them, you yeah. know? Yeah. If I had to choose between the two of them, like I don't know, Jaden Jaden's lines were so good. <laughs> he he kind of Mike Wazowski did. Like he, he he was um him low be, points, high yeah. percentage. He, right. Him being there and it it added to the effect of like the scenes they were together. Mm-hmm. You know, like the like you said, the bathroom scenes, him sleeping and like not wanting to be there because he was so mad they couldn't go into the hotel. Mm-hmm. Like those scenes were better because Jaden was there to show you the frustration of the whole thing. Of a kid. Because Will's job was to kinda of hold it together, you know? Oh yeah. I also got sad when he dropped his Captain America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Like, shut up. Shut up. Like, yeah, no, dude. Because they Again, it that kind of symbolized too. Like they have so little. The thing that makes him happiest was like one playing basketball because you yeah. know he wanted to go pro, and then his Captain America. Yeah, and then now it. the Captain America is completely lost, and he's just like Captain America, <laughs> man. <laughs> In a way, he had to sacrifice too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, to get to like you know mm-hmm. yeah. where they wanted to go, but yeah. like no, it was you crazy. can't ask a kid to do that. Man. Yeah, and what's crazy is you can you can I don't. He he, Jaden shows like how much you know little Chris grows too, based based on a lot of what he says to to his dad. Like the that one scene in the cot where he tells him like you're a good dad. That to me, I took that as like, yo, Jaden is like learning the kind of shit his dad is doing for him. You know, you don't usually appreciate and see that from someone his age, yeah. but because they they are in an extreme situation, he's forced to see that. Yeah, he's forced to see that like, yo, we're homeless now. You know, yo, we're we're carrying around that shit all the time. So, like, for him, I think that was a moment where he was just, at that moment, he just realized, yo, we don't have a lot, but look, my dad is still going out and doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to recognize that. You He's know? trying to make it work. Yeah. And that was, like, that could have been, like, a huge lift, obviously, to, to Big Chris. Because it's like, now let me go fix this thing. Now we got to go sell it. You know, now we got to, you know... I. I that's one of those things I think was a kind of a turning point in that, that small moment. It was just like, all right, little wins. My son gets it. I'm going to fix this thing. I'm going to sell it, use the money to do some things. So it was pretty sick when he fixed the machine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like that actually to me showed that he was smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the Rubik's Cube thing was, uh, was him thinking on his feet. Yeah. But yeah, I don't Fixing the, the scanner. That was clutch. Yeah, it was clutch. Yeah, they that was the last one, right? Like mm-hmm. they had nothing. Yeah, that was the time machine one. It was weird that why did the why did the guitar hippie take it? They don't say right. Hippies, man. <laughs> she didn't think it was a time machine, right? No, she's probably gonna sell it for some weed. Yeah. It was really funny when he was just like, "It's not worth much. You can't sell it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tried. Yeah. <laughs> it's my job. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think it's worth two hundred fifty dollars. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, dude, all the successes in that are like, I think they did a good job of not letting it outshine the ultimate success. Mm -hmm. Because that's when they kicked him in the nuts, like, yeah, you know. Are there lines in this movie? Yeah. I I think, what's his face? Lil Chris. He He had a lot of ones. 
Is fuck spelled right? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was funny when he followed it up, and he's just like, "That's a word that mean anger and um, yeah, <laughs> to express other things." Yeah, yeah. just don't use it. Yeah. <laughs> what else? I like the it's a time machine. Take me with you. <laughs> For some reason, I wanted that to be Steve Buscemi. <laughs> when you want to go back to the sixties. Yeah, no, just I just wanted the person to be Steve Buscemi yeah. saying it. Yeah, Steve Buscemi the, the, as the hobo from Big Daddy. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted that. <laughs> but as far as lines, I mean, we've already talked about some of them, like the what does probably mean, that one. I also like the what would you say if I hired a guy? Yeah, with no I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Had some nice pants. Yeah. That had some that, really nice pants. That got it. I, yeah. think, mm-hmm. I think he bombed otherwise, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. I really thought he would talk his way out of uh, jail. Yeah. Yeah, he tried. He really tried. Yeah. He kind of talks his way out of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It sucked, dude, because they were like, no, you have to stay here until the check clears. Mm. Right. And I was like, dude, that's fucked. Because checks suck. Yeah. He actually had it, though. Yeah, he Like, did. for once. Do you think he needed to get hit by a car? No. No. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, more, it, more dramatic effect and he was like where's my shoe it, it set up the other thing the which one you could get hurt yeah it <laughs> yeah. did set up that another one. line yeah yeah he's like yeah thanks i'll remember that next time that joke lasted for like three scenes because he goes the back shoe? into the office yeah he's like hey man you're missing a shoe yeah. and he's just like yeah thanks yeah. <laughs> then he goes to the daycare and he tells him again that like hey you're missing a shoe yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i think that just says how much he does in a day yeah. yeah what about the scene where he goes to the battered woman's shelter oh yeah and then she tells him uh, like he, he has to go here yeah that's when he, he was really homeless right and right. he didn't know what to do right and he was trying to figure out how he can get a place to sleep for 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 chris was that scene necessary i don't think so i don't think, I think so. it was just it was just saying like he didn't really know where to go yeah. so like they had to have yeah, find a way. place where it's like no you can't stay here but there's this other place yeah i, li- I liked it but like i'm that's what i was thinking is it necessary i don't think it was necessary i think but... it was there to show a he didn't know where to go mm-hmm. and b the place he needs to go is farther now mm-hmm. if, if that lady was someone he knew you know it would hurt more yeah mm-hmm. yeah because now it's him swallowing his pride and be like yo like i need help right. you can't you can't hook me up i don't think i didn't think about it when I first watched it the first time, but this rewatch, I'm like, what if that was Lin- like Linda's like family member or something, you know, yeah. type of shit. Where it's like, Linda's gone. I'm not trying to give her back, but like, I need help. He needs a place to sleep. Mm-hmm. It would have been better. Yeah, at least for me. Yeah, yeah. But it might have been too romantic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, it would have been about the son anymore. Yeah, because yeah. they they don't get back yeah. together. They, they yeah. really they're really done. Yeah. It's crazy. She goes to New York. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember that. I remember she like just like left, but I forgot she went to New York. Yeah, she just left. That was it. Yeah, I'm thinking about Forrest Gump right now. But, <laughs> uh, she said, what's vacation mean? It's like, yeah, she's never come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I said a lot of the stuff that you guys said about being probable. Do you guys have anything worse? Running from a cab driver. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was funny as hell how dude, like, chased him into the subway station. Yeah. I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's not that serious, man. Yeah. Um, It was $18. It was $18. And he would have been paid 14 of it if freaking Wayne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have an image of him leaving his fucking taxi just there, doors right. open and everything. And I'm like, yeah. you lost more than just the, the $18. Yeah. 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 So you lost more than the $18. Dude, so I thought it was funny. So he, he turns the corner, right? And all of a sudden you see dude like appear out of nowhere. I'm yeah, like, yeah. did he jump down from that, the stairs? That scene, yeah. Yeah. I was like, when did this guy become an action star? <laughs> <laughs> he drove it down. Man. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? The, the sad thing is he was like, oh, just drop me off a couple blocks. And it's like, dude. That was poor judgment. Mm-hmm. But I guess he just got caught up because he didn't know what to do. It was like, um, just well, because he couldn't begin the the run from the top of Jay's the hill. place, you know, yeah. because then Jay would have saw there was a chance that he mm-hmm. would get gotten found out. Yeah, yeah, dude, Jay owes him money. What the heck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jay does owe him money. He should tell him that story later. Do you guys have a least favorite character? Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> I just thought of one actually. That's not Wayne. Mr. Donuts. Mr. Donuts. Oh, yeah. Phrase. Fra- the... Not Jay. 
right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the other guy. The, like, the, the proctor or the whatever. The intern, yeah. like, yeah. trainer guy. Yeah. Yeah, like, fuck The guy that he moves guy. his car for. Yeah, yeah Mr. Mr. Sidewalk Sweeper? Yeah. Or what, a street sweeper? Yeah, yeah fuck that guy, dude. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I'm only here for six hours a day, and yeah. you want me to get donuts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would do the same thing. This guy who leaves early every day, fuck this guy, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, and what if he's doing good? Like, yeah, yeah, he's just one of the... I did like to think of it as, like, I think... He's it, trusted? Yeah, like, he's, they're noticing the kind of words, like, yeah, he gets he these. leaves six hours early, but right. dude, like he's doing more work than everyone else, you know. And I'm throwing all his all these all curveballs at him, yeah. and he's still able to handle it because yeah. he does get the keys, right? Right, he yeah. does. Because you don't just give keys to anybody, like mm-hmm. even if it's someone that's working in the same building as you or in like the same room. It's just like no. Like, I don't know you, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I don't consider him one of his supporters. Mm-mm. No, right? No. Like, he, I think it's literally that. Like, they're trying to figure out who that one person can handle all the crap is, and so far he's been the only one that's been able to do it. What do you think of Jay? Jay really didn't do much, man. Yeah. He was cool though. He, he stuck was his cool. Neck out. He yeah. was. Yeah, he stuck his neck out for him because yeah. he was like, "Dude, this guy should not be here." Pretty much yeah. is what he was. What it was like, dude. He was there. He was actually there to push him when it was thinnest because mm-hmm. he was just like, "I think I can't do it." There's no salary, and he's just like, "I'll see you tomorrow." Yeah, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I get that Jay isn't doesn't deserve more mention than yeah. than we've given him. He was in his corner the entire time. Yeah, right. Like he was rooting for him. Yeah, but he was definitely wasn't. I was gonna say in his corner, like. He was rooting for him, but he wasn't part of the... He wasn't a cut man. Mm-mm. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, man. What about the... There's a back essay guy. <laughs> that guy's <laughs> an idiot. That guy's a dumbass. So. I like that scene a lot, though. That guy's a fucking bozo. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> yeah. You know why they did that? To prove he finished first. Yeah. yeah. That, that is what it was. He was fucking... He was speeding through that shit. No, he was an asshole because he was just like, did you have somewhere to go or did you finish? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you. You you know it's doable. Why yeah. did you act like you're the only one who could finish <laughs> yeah. that fast? Well, he clearly didn't finish it. He didn't finish, bro. Yeah. If only one person get it, he for sure didn't get it. Yeah. But do you think they let him finish the test? No. No. Yeah, right? Good fuck. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he turned that shit in and thought he was, he was hot shit. No, yeah. he, he's done. That was so funny. Like, the guy, like... Mr. Donuts like looks at it. And I'm like, yeah, you're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Donuts didn't even like warn that that other guy. I actually was one of the one of the lines I like is like, someone got a 98.6 percent. Mm-hmm. We didn't pick him. Play it safe. Get a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty cool. It was funny because it, it was an impossible ask. Yeah. What do you mean? Like to get a hundred? Yeah. Yeah. Why? No, because if you want to be guaranteed, get a hundred. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're saying somebody got 96. So that means like nobody really gets 100 on this test. Is that what they said? No, um, that's kind of what it's, what's implied. Like if you want this spot, you better get 100. But yeah. if one person I mean, gets yeah, to it. To be that, safe, be perfect. Yeah. You know, that so, kind of, I mean, I get that. It's impossible to ask of somebody. Yeah. I get that. But they didn't say what, what score the chosen one got. Mm. Yeah. That's like, that's the part they left out. Yeah. They could have gotten a six. It's pretty cool, man. I just like, I would not do that job. But it's probably, it's it's a cool thing to say to like fuck with students, right? Yeah. He was the guy with no shirt, man. <laughs> pants weren't nice enough. Yeah, his pants were definitely not nice enough. Um, do you guys have additional thoughts before we move on to? Uh, I don't have any nitpicks. I already said some of them, but you guys have nitpicks? No, I, it was the the elevator guy. That was it. <laughs> yeah, that was my nitpick. But yeah, you already brought, we already brought it up. So I think we have to mention the real Chris Gardner was in the movie. He was. Yeah, at, right at the end. Right. He passes by him. Doesn't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. He looks at him. He looks at him. Yeah. That's it. Lion. And then he looks yeah. at him. <laughs> <laughs> Would you want to see more of this? I don't think there is more to see. It's it's a it's a biography, right? I think it's a standalone film that doesn't need to be there doesn't need to be an after. Huh. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. But I will say you put this shit in anime form. <laughs> it feels like that's gonna be the thing now. I'm like, I'm just gonna say, put it in a fucking anime form. The, I think people will like this. Little dude, slice been, of life type. Slice of, of life yeah. anime. Yeah, dude, I've been saying like, animation is not limiting. Right. You could unlock the potential of everything yeah. if you do it right. Because you make there, there's an anime going on right now called Spy X Family, mm. and it's about like it's a family it's crisis. A, it's a family. It's a, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. The, the kid is a, a big like driving thing in the anime. Mm. So I I feel like you do that for this. She's and, literally the ex family. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you do that for this, and I think that would work perfectly because the kid gets to say all the stupid shit the kid wants to say, and then the actual like problems that get done are from the parents. I mean, because what's his name, Lloyd Forger? He's very capable. Right. Right. Just like. 
Chris Gardner is, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a perfect example. No. Because it's not it's a fish not. out of water. He, he kind of is a little bit, right? Because he's not used to being a parent. Yeah. But the difference here is Chris is not used to being professional, whereas Spy X Family is about them not... The spy is the easy part. Spy is the easy part. The family is the hard part. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't watch that movie. I wouldn't watch uh, The Broker Trying to Be a Dad. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I think know. there's a lot that has to go on to make it as good as I think it can be, but I think it could work. I think that's the closest thing I could think of to Spy X Family. Yeah. That uh, kind of has like the fa- same feels and the kid can be a brat and interesting. I'm sure there's more things, but that's the one that is of recent memory because that's what's out right now. I think it's definitely the most successful one. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know, man. There's every there's a new anime that takes like the top spot for a while and there hasn't been a family focused one in a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been going off of video games for a lot and I don't know about this one though. I don't know <laughs> if this can be a video game. I, I could make this into a board game though. Like the game of life? It would be rent is due. Did you sell a scanner? <laughs> <laughs> rent is due, motherfucker. <laughs> and it's like, you didn't sell a scanner? All right, run from the cab driver. <laughs> <laughs> because it's... Roll the six. Oh, cab driver chases you. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like the, the scanners are kind of like a weird token. Because mm-hmm. you're trying to do X amount, right? right. And you, once you take all six prizes, you get garnished. Once you get rid of all the six scanners, <laughs> yeah. you're on your way to winning the game. Yeah. Damn. It's, it's not perfect, but yeah, it's really interesting that they had like a physical success counter, mm-hmm. you know? And it was like, it was like kind of like a countdown in its own way. And I think I was, I kind of think it's weird that they did not celebrate the last sale. It was like the fourth to last sale it broke. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, oh, yeah, and then we, we were good. I we thought the, the, ce- the celebration was staying at a hotel. It was. No, no, but it was very muted. Yeah. Right? Like, it wasn't just like, Christopher, go with me to my last sale. I only have one left. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't it. Because it was the internship. This yeah. whole thing. He's over it. Yeah. He doesn't even care about selling the last one. Yeah. He doesn't want those scanners anymore. So, I think that was like on purpose thing. Because I think they also wanted to keep you down also. Mm-hmm. Not get too happy before, right. before the last thing. He celebrated with a candy bar, man. <laughs> 25 cent candy bar. Yeah. I don't even know what kind of candy bar that was. I forgot. See? Candy bar episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, I guess it's personal ratings now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or before that, how well does this movie hold up for you? Oh, yeah, it's true. Because this is now a... How old is this movie? 16. 16 years old? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because 2006. Like a, it does not feel like a 16-year-old movie. Mm-hmm. This is shot in a timeless style. Yeah. Right. And that's, I could argue it's a period piece yeah. if it's old enough because it'll be like, dude, you yeah, remember when 89, people, yeah. mm-hmm. people wore ties back then, like, yeah. you know, a thousand years from now. But the movie, I think, still holds up really well because, you know, family still matters. It yeah. does. Like, life is a struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the way I would say it, it's, it's tragic, wholesome, and emotional at the same time. Mm. I think I would probably cry watching this movie if I was ever homeless with a child. Yeah, if you ever were, were ever put in this sort of situation, yeah, that shit would hit, dude. I think if I was a parent, it would be it would probably hit harder. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. Especially if I was like a single parent. Mm-hmm. But I want to say I sympathize still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can't help but want to root for Chris the entire time, right? Is he a bad guy? I don't think he's a bad guy at all. No. You know, no. like what, what, what would warrant the backlash? You're like, no, he, he's trying to survive man i mean he could get a regular job but that's neither here nor there yeah he he left the navy maybe they maybe they moved to san francisco after he left the navy i don't know i don't know but for me i feel like i've been giving stuff really high ratings but for some reason i'm hard on this one because <laughs> i want to give it like an eight just because me personally i doing the the oscar season it made me realize like i like a bunch of movies and this is similar to a lot of them so do i like this movie or do i like the movies it's similar to oh damn Okay, so let's get into that then. <laughs> the Last Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> the Last Samurai. Did we say what our favorite Will Smith movies were? I think, no. We I don't didn't. think so. I think we did on a different podcast. Probably, yeah. We definitely did. Brad Isn't Pitt. this Richard's favorite pod or Richard's favorite Will Smith movie? I think so. I think that's what I remember him saying. I don't know what mine is. I don't know what mine is either. I got to look at a list. I liked I Am Robot. I Robot iRobot, sorry. I like iRobot. I Am Legend. Yeah, I was like, you combine the two. (laughs) I was thinking about I Am Legend. Yeah. But then I think I like iRobot more. But then I I watch I Am Legend more. It's hard to say that's my top three because Men in Black was such a fun watch. I know, it's hard for me to go away from that. And to say I don't like Bad Boys, too. Yeah, yeah. but 
I'm probably gonna put those three like I'm Legend, I Robot, and I'm Hitch. I it's think the I one like that three. I always watch. We forgot Hancock, but oh, that too. There's reasons. Yeah, <laughs> there, there. Yeah, that's true. There is reasons. It didn't win the Will Oscar. No, I don't think it was a bad movie. No, but I think I like Hitch a wrong amount. <laughs> So yeah, it doesn't make sense that I gave some movies higher than this, but for some reason, like I, th- I guess I'm harder on the movies I like. Well, that's what the review episode's going to be about, where <laughs> we can say if we actually made sense or not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what are you guys going to give it? I want to say eight, but then I don't, I don't know if this hits that level for me, so I'm going to say seven five. Uh, for me, it's a seven. Again, it's not that it's a bad movie, it's just because it's like an, a biographical film, a biopic type of thing. Yeah. It's just like okay, you're you're hearing you're just you know hearing the story, seeing it and everything. So I don't know. It does not. It doesn't. Nothing else outside of give me the story of Chris Garner. It doesn't make me want to find out more. About right. It. Right. You know. Um. Yeah. And again, not that it's a bad movie. I enjoyed the movie. Um. Gave me like the same feelings and emotions that it did when I first watched it and everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't think I can go higher than a seven. I don't know what a point five would be for you. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm, I was just trying to figure out something that was higher than a seven because I've been you, given everything a seven yeah. lately. <laughs> and like, this is a good movie. It's But like, in terms of autobiographical films, this is not the top for me mm. because I, I definitely have one that I rate way higher than this. Mm. Moneyball, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, no, no. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, I mm. think, was I still a, seen, I an see amazing it. movie. Yeah. And, I, dude, I liked it so much that when I was traveling so much in 2019, I watched it on every fucking international plane ride I was on. But that was over the course of, like, three months mm. because there was nothing else coming out at the time. And I was Once like, fuck it, I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> Once a month. Yeah, I think I watched it twice on one flight before. And I was like, yeah, I, I actually really like this movie. Mm. Maybe it's just because I like Queen. I'm pretty sure that's because of that. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, if Queen is so good, why hasn't people made more movies of it? It was a smart move, and they didn't disappoint. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you should detract from that, right? Yeah. Queen, man. The story needed to be told. It definitely needed to be told. Yeah, 7-5 for this movie. That about does it for this episode. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, give us a follow and like at our Twitter and Instagram. We're at ePlayedBack. I've been your host, Sam. Peace. Bye.